Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. We're back, buddy. We are back in the winner's circle among the NFL players uh, after two tough weeks to start the season. Uh, things st- finally started going right for us this week, and I got to tell you, the fact that the markets uh, were in such strong agreement with some of the sides and totals we played was a pretty great feeling. And then the fact that those came through in in, in colors was uh, was huge. How uh, number one? How was your uh, your trip to Minneapolis? Your trip to the big U.S. Bank Stadium? And uh, how you feeling this Sunday? It was good. Otherwise, the only shitty part was missing a lot of the late games streaming them on phones on the way back on a freaking tour bus but <laughs> it was still a lot of fun it was nice to it was nice to see the locals get a win last year it was a depressing bus ride back after the bills debacle so it was nice for them to just you know throat stomp the raiders i had that in the teaser with green bay that came through everything i bet came through i didn't lose anything three bets three wins that felt great you had a great you had a great sunday so far it just feels good to i guess i don't know if we even adjusted that much just to to get it we just right kept our heads down because i don't know how you felt about your bets yeah, yeah. You know? i don't know how you felt about your bets but you know how you get the one where it's like yeah my Maybe I shouldn't have won that one. Or, you know, I got a little lucky here or there. That one maybe shouldn't have come through. But it, it feels good to handicap some games, make some bets, and watch everything just play out how you thought. Oh, I got lucky on and a couple. really just win <laughs> games, win bets. And, I mean, yeah, it, you got to take those, too, because you're going to get bad beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's all going to even out. But it felt good. Like, you know, Green, Green Bay looked a little suspect at times, but... The, teaser leg wasn't super in doubt especially in the second Strong half agree. even you know even with denver driving they, they weren't going to get within two there and then the vikings teaser leg looked obviously <laughs> super good best the lions best of the week by far <laughs> yeah. yeah the lions plus seven that came good. in spades that, that was good like three and a half in some spots <laughs> otherwise yeah good week uh, it yes. sucks i have some catch-up to do tomorrow Watching some of the late games, rehashing some of that stuff, trying to figure out what exactly happened, some wildness there. But I'm very pumped to dive into uh, the market. We've got everything's up, everything's open. It's <sighs> great, man. I see uh, some hard disagreements already. Oh, yeah? You mean uh, between w- my opinions and what we've talked about and what we've been prepping for for week four and where the market's opened? Oh, just uh, disagreements with the market between oh, oh, myself oh, oh. and the numbers. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I and I'm I uh, I feel the same way. Uh, there's a couple of these lines that I'm just shaking my head at, and a couple of the moves off the open that I'm like, really? <laughs> okay, uh, sure, go ahead that way. That's fine. Um, and uh, I guess let's start with uh, this game on Thursday because I need your take on this. This is one we've been sitting on for a couple of weeks, waiting for. You know, hoping that the the winds would swirl just the right way and give us an opportunity to pounce on a on a nice price for Philadelphia in this game. They head to Green Bay. This is the Packers' third game in a row at home. Uh, obviously, two covers in a row. Today's cover was suspect. Period. Uh, Denver gift wrapped the Packers fourteen points by way of fumbles 
deep in their own zone. Uh, and I, you know, it, this Packers offense, despite scoring 27 points today is still very, very, very suspect. Philadelphia obviously has a number of injuries they're dealing with. They looked bad today at home. The public wants nothing to do with this team. They've turned on them a little. Um, and this is set up for the perfect storm, as far as I can tell you, to uh, to pounce on a number with Philadelphia. We expected to see Green Bay minus two and a half. It opens up on the other side of three at minus three and a half. It's been bet up to four and a half. Uh, do we just let this keep uh, just let this keep drifting and hope we can pounce on just an insanely stupid number or uh, is the market telling us something that we're missing in this game? Because this feels like the perfect uh, buy low, sell high spot combined with uh, rookie head coach on Thursday. I mean, like this is like textbook. It is, but the injuries. Just, we need to monitor that. I think people are maybe buying in on that. Like this team just lost to the Lions outright. Green Bay has a better defense. Green Bay has a better quarterback. Green Bay's at home again. Philly's traveling here. I mean, the rookie head coach thing, I, I don't know if people are just deciding to fully ignore that and pounce on Green Bay. I'm not not fully disagreeing with you, but I'm not super excited to get involved with the Philly team that's going to be missing a bunch of pieces against a better team. I guess I have a, Granted, I have you know, it's, a take on It's a big swing. Yeah. And I have a little Go different ahead. opinion on that Lions game. Lions were the right side, especially at plus seven. They were the right side. Uh, to a degree, we I felt like Philadelphia was kind of... Um, you know, we're going to see if we can just eke this out and concentrate on Thursday uh, to, you know, because they, they had these two compressed games and they were, you know, so injured. And, you know, if it weren't for a, a kick return for a touchdown, if it weren't for, you know, a couple of fluky plays in that first half that gave them a 10 point lead going into halftime, that's a very different game. And we're kind of sweating that cover, I think. Um, I don't know that that, I, like, like, honestly, I think that box score betrays the final score a bit and uh that should have oh, i 100% agree with that yeah <laughs> it's it's the second week in a row wait the second week in a row that detroit probably should cover but should not have won like, it's funny like detroit's week 1 they should have won that game going away and then these last two games they should have lost it's, yeah, it's it's a weird deal, but uh, it should have been close. I don't know. Yeah, like you said, I don't think the Lions maybe should have won in the manner they did. Uh, there was some fluky plays there, but it's still, it's a much better defense they're going when they have to go face Green Bay. It is. Green Bay, though, comfortable at home, third week in a row at home, a little bit after two covers. This is an inflated price. This is a classic spot. I don't know that I can can, I don't know that I can let this go. Injuries, you know, you know, Philadelphia can trot out the uh, the the third unit, and you know the the you know the sisters of the poor. Uh, you know, I'm still interested in uh, in a Philly at this plus number. You know, when I think they're live in this game, um, should be fun. Total's a little high too, forty seven and a half. Uh, that seemed like a, an underlook to you. Is an yeah. underlook the better look here, or uh, Philly money line? It's going to be juicy as hell. I mean, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be plus one. It's going to be plus one eighty. Yeah, two plus two hundred. Yeah, that that will be. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, God. Yeah, yeah. Philadelphia money line. Green Bay. Young coach, not in totally in sync with his offense. Short week of prep. Doesn't have the wrinkles introduced into his offense to take advantage of Philly's weaknesses because it's a short week. 
This is a good spot, man. Um, I'm going to decide how to attack this once we see what that money line pops at. Uh, but uh, if this line drifts anymore, if those limits are up a little bit, I'm going to start. I'm going to swing on that Philly spread at least at, at plus four and a half. Um, yeah, I think four and uh, a half two, should be. I think we cover those two games. Plus one eighty, plus one eighty five. Right. Right, and it's going to drift a little more, it looks like. People really want that Green Bay money. Uh, people have bought into this team. I think Green Bay goes 4-0. Um, speaking of 3-0 teams that we're not entirely bought in on, I guess I guess, I guess, guess my, my question for you about Green Bay in general. Uh, we chatted chatted up with one of our buddies off offline today. Um, is this team for real? Green Bay, are they in control in the, uh, in the NFC North? Obviously, they have two hugely important wins over division foes in the Bears and the Vikings, but like... Is this a fraudulent 3-0 team, or are they in the mix? They're for sure in the mix. And I think what you worry about with a new quarterback, not new quarterback, new coach with a, a quarterback like this and all the hullabaloo about them not getting along was maybe some of the early season stuff, why they work out the kinks. I don't know if that's more narrative based or if there's any like actual empirical evidence to show that, but you would think as they grow more comfortable with each other, this, this offense will continue to improve and the defense looks pretty solid and they beat the two teams, that, you know, where their chief rivals, according to the preseason odds, I would say they're pretty much in the driver's seat. The schedule, you know, the schedule hashes out how it hashes out. And, you know, we do those schedule previews but at the same time, schedule changes a lot we're just we're doing a lot of forward guessing as far as yeah this looks like a tough spot in the schedule of uh, teams teams <laughs> certainly can change from season yeah, to right you know what what looks like a tough true. spot in the schedule might might be much easier because of <clears throat> i mean just start naming all the quarterbacks that are super, missing all of a sudden things, things have changed drastically hugely true so yeah, I I think Green Bay is in a good good spot. But wasn't the plan to take Green Bay preseason, yeah. and we talked ourselves out of no, it? No, 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 no. I have a little so, I have a little tickle on them whoops. because the because the idea was if they come Not out fair. if they come out of the gate firing, then that number was going to get way shorter. And we haven't really seen it. Like I, honestly, like I think. The market has not overreacted to this team, except for this line on Thursday. Uh, I because like the future prices, you know, people are not running to the window to back Green Bay. I think they're seeing what we're seeing, which is that yeah, I mean, this offense still has a freaking hell of a lot uh, to you know to kind of improve and get better before um, you know they're going to go toe to toe with some of the elite offenses in this league. Because I mean, honestly, like my my principal takeaway after watching these week three games is like. I'm done betting on bad coaches and offenses that can't score. Like, I'm done. Like, there's no freaking point. Yeah. Like, there is a complete uh, and utter, um, you know, line you can draw between the haves and haves nots in this league. And, like, you know what was one of the best feelings on this Sunday? I didn't bet on the freaking Jets. I didn't take those points. I didn't bet on the Dolphins. I didn't take those points. Like, these were hopeless, hapless teams. And I was, it was such a relief not to be involved in that, those shit shows. Uh, and um, I think we can probably add a couple other other teams to that list as we go through here. Um, but uh, yeah, we got, yeah, uh, Oakland, uh, great, great, another great example. Like that that line floated out to ten. Like in a past life, I'm like, come on, these teams are close. You know, they're you know that got to take that plus ten, right? 
Well, no, they were never live in that hey. game. Minnesota yeah. utterly dominated them from you know on the defensive side of the ball from start to finish, and uh, and the Raiders are an afterthought this season. Yeah, it took, it, it took a and, trick play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How, and how they great did it twice. feel? It was a trick play and yeah. a garbage touchdown. How great did it feel not to have money on Atlanta this week? Like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> obviously they came oh back and competed and they made that game close. But like, what a fucking relief not to have Atlanta money on the board, you know, this week. Like that team, you we just both considered it. <laughs> we both did. Yeah, and it was like, you know what? Dan Quinn, this guy's not good. They don't have it. And honestly, like, I feel stupid having backed Pittsburgh, which was a winning freaking bet. They were plus three in turnover margin for most of that game, and they still barely hung on to cover. Like, Tomlin is not a coach that I am getting involved in backing anymore this season. And on the flip side, San Francisco is freaking great. Wait Wait until you digest that game. Uh, first of all, the fact that that went yeah. over was wild because that game was a dead under game for three quarters. Uh, and uh, San Francisco, man, they can move the ball with ease. They were sloppy today at home. Didn't matter. They got the win anyway. They're 3-0. They go into a bye next week. Uh, and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's a problem, man. They are a problem. Uh, this team is staring down the barrel at uh, at own four uh, as next week they take on Cincinnati as a mere four and a half point favorites on Monday Night Football. <laughs> Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Monday Night Football, Andy Dalton versus Mason Rudolph, a game we all wanted to see, right? Um, that's a bad one. ESPN has gotten a tough, tough, tough draw with Monday Night Football games so far this season. Um, but uh, I won't uh, ask you to comment too much on that because I know you haven't kind of gotten to see all of Pittsburgh. Um, they kind of clicked late maybe, so maybe there's some fight in them. But uh, the Cincinnati team... was one, too, where I wanted to back them. I had a couple afternoon looks that I didn't fire on, and it was uh, Pittsburgh and Seattle. So I guess whatever, I'll take that. I would have just juiced out <laughs> on those two. But if, yeah. And I'm like, God, I, I said to myself, too, I oh said, my God. I'm laying off Seattle, laying off Seattle to for you know for reals. I'm laying off them. <laughs> I said, but if Pittsburgh gets to seven, I'm taking it. There's no, and it, it kind of, and it didn't. It, it went the other way. So, yeah, Pittsburgh to win the AFC North at, like, plus 170. <laughs> Not a great ticket to be holding right now. Did, Pittsburgh you to make the you playoffs, that, minus you? 140. You didn't those, did you? No, I'm, 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 oh. no, I'm pulling up oh, our okay. preseason. No, 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 I'm pulling up preseason. <laughs> I took all those screenshots. Right, right. So I'm pulling up the AFC North preseason yeah. odds. And, yeah, to, Pittsburgh to make the playoffs, minus 140. Mm. Yeah. Hey, yeah, no. Pittsburgh regular season wins over nine minus yeah. one forty. Hey. The the Miami Dolphins might have three picks in the top ten next year. It's gonna be insane. I can't wait to see how the draft shake draft order shakes out. Um speaking of the Dolphins, another non cover losing thirty one six to the Cowboys. Uh that was my um that was my survivor play on the Cowboys. And there were por- portions of that first half that were a little sweaty. Uh, and I'm exactly 0% surprised that that ended up uh, as big of a blowout as it was. Uh, similarly, the Jets uh, were a complete and utter no show. Um, Patriots defense uh, shut them out. They allowed zero points. The only points scored on in that game by the Jets were on special teams uh, or defensive, uh, defensive scores. They picked sixth uh, uh, Stidham. In uh, in garbage time, and they uh, and they got a you know fumble recovery oh, for a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Those are the only fourteen points for the Jets. So, um, <laughs> Patriots Patriots defense. Yeah, is again, on the run we don't here. we don't talk much fantasy, 
but it's it's stupid. That's how stupid fantasy is. Starting the Jets defense was a good move today. <laughs> in in hindsight. Just think, yeah. <laughs> playing a prolific offense that is just throttling people. But you got two, you know, your two defensive touchdowns. Yeah. Well no, oh, somebody no way. It, I'm sure. Yeah, in a, in a league where you were trying to have the worst score, probably you started the Jets. Um uh, in the, on the other side of the ball, the, you know, the Patriots still look like absolute world beaters and, and they're not even really playing particularly crisply. Like the Antonio Brown thing is clearly not it didn't go well, obviously, you know, and, and the Patriots deserve all the criticism they've gotten for how they handled that from wire to wire. Um, and I wish, I wish, I wish I had any semblance of belief that Buffalo could challenge these guys. Uh, and they opened this line, New England minus six and a half in Buffalo, and it's gotten bet to seven and a half, so, to the surprise Damn of no man. one. I'm not I'm not 100% no. sure. If you're a bookmaker, why do that? Like, what were you thinking? Like, you knew it was coming. You knew the Patriots' money work was coming. You willingly put yourself on the side of the Bills out of the gate for Sunday's game, New England at Buffalo. Can you explain that in any yeah, way? we missed that. No, that's... That seems, and granted, we might look silly in a week if it's a really close game or Buffalo pulls out some crazy upset. But just, yeah, from a bookmaker's perspective, why would you, why wouldn't you just hang like seven minus 20? I would have hung a juicy seven, made people pay out the nose for it, and not gotten on the other side of the seven. That seems, it seems off to me as far as Buffalo's playing well. You really think they're gonna they're playing well enough where people would take Buffalo and the points, not getting uh, to the key number at least? That one that is a puzzler. I the money makes total sense. People grabbing that number, <laughs> honestly, I could see that getting hammered all week. Like it doesn't. I mean, what is and it's not like it takes a lot to move through eight, eight and a half, nine. It wouldn't surprise me to see that skate up towards yeah, similar to the Vikings line this week where. You start near a touchdown, you end up near 10. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, I'm Total. not looking at a live screen. I just took a screen grab earlier, so I had it. But, yeah, the 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 Colts line, too. Are, are we Colts believers? Yes, we are. The book? I think we are. <laughs> we very much are. Um, we'll get to the Colts in a second, but my, one of my favorite looks of the entire, of the entire card. Uh, Patriots, Bills, under 44. Really? 44? Yeah. These two teams are getting to 44. These are two teams. This is going to be, uh, you know, the Patriots have not been getting it done on offense, uh, despite all of these, you know, weapons in the passing game and the fact that they've now jettisoned Antonio Brown. Like, they have some issues for sure in terms of their continuity offensive line, uh, in terms of who is, you know, who, who, what, what roles, you know, the running backs are playing in this offense. Sonny Michelle is completely useless. Uh, and, you know, James White is obviously having, you know, something's going on with his wife and their, you know, their pregnancy. So it's, 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 it's a, it's an un, uh, it's an unknown quantity. What we're going to get out of the Patriots offense is going up against a known quantity, which is a really, really good defense in Buffalo. Really good. And then on the other yeah. side of the ball, New England's defense is like top two in the league. And I don't think you can really argue that. Like they are amazing. Their defense is incredible. And they're going up against Josh Allen, who has, Really, really, really get, getting it done with um, 
you know, with, uh, you know, sleight of hand. And, you know, this is a, this is a, an illusion uh, to this point that he's a 3-0 quarterback in this league. Um, his passing game is, like, wildly unimpressive. Uh, this is an this is a, an absolute no doubt under look at forty four. I can't believe they didn't hang this at forty one ish. Um, both of these lines don't make any sense to me. Like honestly, like the the way that these lines opened, they're expecting Buffalo to get to seventeen twenty ish points. No fucking way. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah, it's a strong stance when you lean favored under, but. That's kind of what the Patriots are going to do with this defense. I don't disagree. That was one of the ones I had circled. That's definitely an under spot for me. It looks like it. Did it take a little money already? Uh, sharper books are down to 43 and a half. Yeah, I did. I'm under 44. And yeah, I'm, I played the I'm gonna, bean juice. I'm going to hunt around and... Uh, I'm gonna you can still get under what, uh, what everyone pops. You can tonight. still get under forty three and a half for you know very relatively friendly juice, but uh, forty uh, yeah forty four ish. Yeah, that's a, that that's that's uh, the one total on the board much. that I was just like, what in the hell? Um, let's talk about some of these other teams. Uh, we I think we've hit all the three and O's, right? Uh, I guess unless the Rams go three and O, they're up right now. Not three, the two two O and All one. of the Browns are in the. Red zone. Um, the two zero and <laughs> the two zero and one Detroit Lions. I, I, I'm not ready to buy into them as being contenders in the North. I think they. Uh, no, I think they're going. No. They're going. They're going to get. They're going to get their pants pulled down when they play Minnesota. Is that this week? No. Is that no? Who is Detroit playing this week? KC. Minnesota ooh, plays the Bears. Ooh, 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 ooh! Another one where okay, so KC's yeah. offense. Let's 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 talk on this K- K- Kansas City Baltimore game for a little bit. Here's my takeaway. Watched every minute of that game. Never felt like I was on the right side until the very fucking last second of that game. Like, that was a very, 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 very lucky cover for Baltimore. Um, But I backed them knowing that they were going to be able to score and and kind of, you know, they were going to be live against a Kansas City defense I don't have a ton of respect for, uh, even if they were, you know, if they were getting beat, uh, you know, throughout most of the game. And that's how it manifests. They get just inside the uh, the six and a half. uh, And... um, you know, they left a lot of points on the board. Uh, I thought their offensive approach, you know, obviously Harbaugh was very, very aggressive in that game. Very aggressive. He went forward on a lot of fourth downs. Uh, he was throwing the ball uh, early. on. You know, he, they were doing plus EV play calling in general. Um, although, as we kind of talked about in the podcast, and you, by the way, you were right. Like, you said it. Like, stick to what has worked for us to this point this season. Don't, like, all of a sudden change our identity. They came at halftime and they went back to the, you know, the the you know more ground focused approach, and they had just wild success against Kansas City. Kansas City still cannot stop the run uh, to save their lives. Um, and uh, but all that said, uh, Kansas City opening up as six and a half point favorites on the road at Detroit seems pretty stupid because this Detroit defense can be scored on, and Kansas City can do it with their eyes closed. Um, do you have a, a an early lean on this one? Yeah, I hate to just get all this road chalk, but <laughs> Jesus. Well, we already canceled home field advantage, like, so that's wh- good. What do you? Think? <laughs> we did. We did cancel home field advantage. Yeah, Detroit, Terry Slay, very good. The rest of the defense has some holes. The offense, like like you said, they got some fluky plays to get the win. The offense had long stretches where it didn't look great. 
Kansas City on the fast track up in Detroit. I mean, the, the total's 53. That might even be, I don't know how much, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about Detroit, even against a bad defense Same. right now. Same. They, they got it done today. Yeah. Should they have really scored 27? So, yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs here. If it's still six and a half somewhere, that's something I'm probably going to grab early because uh, yeah. that's going to get beat up. I'm tired of being I on the other side of this. I'm, I'm tired of being on the other side of my home, man. He's so fucking spectacular. He's so ridiculous. Uh, they're, they are uh, absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to see KC go up against New England's defense and how that matches up. That's going to be the best game of the season. Uh, and uh, Pat Mahomes, he's going to run away with his MVP, man. Uh, that over 36 and a half touchdowns, we are going to be laughing and toasting about that like week eight now. <laughs> I think we set the over-under when he's going to hit that at week uh, 10 on the last pod. I think that's creeping uh, in the direction of Kansas City being... Um, you know, just just running away with this thing. Uh, the you know, Mercole Hardman, Robinson, Watkins, like mm. Kelsey, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, like they're they're whale the, the screen pass that they did. To Anybody, Jamar, Jamal Charles, <laughs> the screen pass they did to Jamal Charles was like, a, you know, it was so obvious that that was the play to call. They called it at that time, and he went the distance, like. Whoa, 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 that was that was exactly whoa, whoa. the play they needed to keep them at bay. Yeah, good. Oh, what was the guy's name? Uh, McCoy. Sorry, <laughs> Shady McCoy. He wears number twenty-five, so it's easy to get confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind uh, of bullshit they let him wear twenty-five. This close to Jamal Charles, isn't it? Um, anyway, um, that just gets you know, betrays you know, showing my age here. Anyway, I, I'm I'm almost certainly going to be on Casey this week, and I cannot wait to be on the same side of Mahomes for the first time in a couple weeks because it was so wetty yeah. being on the opposite side of him this Boy, week. Boy, we are um, we are simpatico this woo! week so far. <laughs> uh, on the other side of things, Baltimore. Uh, and Lamar Jackson was not, uh, not, not as crisp passing today. Uh, and I don't want to totally like, obviously like I'm a Lamar Jackson fan and I'm a Baltimore stand. So this is like, I'm acknowledging that he was not great passing the ball, but I kind of want to hang more of that on, um, Hollywood Brown did not run very good routes. He was re he looked checked out of that game for the first two and a half quarters. It took a long, long time for him to kind of step up and like meet the challenge of playing on the road in that kind of a hostile environment, uh, which isn't totally to be unexpected for a rookie um, at home against Cleveland. He'll probably do better. I'm going to be watching very closely at uh, how this Cleveland injury chart shakes out if they're without Ward and um, and Greedy Williams again as yeah. they take on Baltimore. Then Baltimore's the look next week. Early lines without you know obviously like Cleveland right now is on the seven trying to score a touchdown against the Rams. Um, and I got uh, one here. I got yeah, one here. Go I can't make sense of. Go and go, it's go, go, two go. teams. It's two teams we've checked out on. Falcons minus five and a half hosting Tennessee. Like, is that just the hardest pass game ever? Like, just no, no way I'm getting involved. I mean, home road splits are a real thing for Atlanta. They do play a lot better at home. Fuck, and, man. you know, the recency bias with Tennessee just laying an egg. Like, I don't know if I can even think of it. Like, I don't know if we can even break that game down Wednesday. Let's just, I'm just, probably let's just completely skip I'm, that. Say, who the fuck knows? I have a play on that one. Oof. Do you know what it is? You want to guess? 
I mean, the under? No. Over 46. Over 46. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you all, let's marinate on this and let's uh let's circle back and talk about it on uh, on wednesday's pod and you can try to talk me off of this um but i think 40 over over in that game good is luck awesome. yeah atlanta's defense is piece is shit man they lost keanu neal for the season tennessee's gonna be able to score on this team the plays were there for them against Jacksonville. Yeah. If it's not raining, if it's not, you know, if it's not just like a short week, you know, garbage, garbage game plan, Tennessee scores on that Jacksonville team and Tennessee's going to gonna get, gonna, they're going to give us the points that they cheated us out of on, on Thursday night, second half <laughs> in this Atlanta game. Uh, how how about Jacksonville then? Jacksonville, um, a three point road dog. I call Jacksonville and Denver. Essentially the, the same. Was the play there? Yeah. But I can't. I can't, man. I, honestly, like the old, my 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 key takeaway from the Denver Green Bay game, besides the fact that I feel like I got screwed and the under should have hit there because it was fourteen free points for Green Bay. Um, my other key takeaway was Philip Lindsay is just. Mm-hmm. He is a fucking man. He is a man. He is playing very, 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 very hard. Uh, it is awesome to see. He wants a win badly. Um, I'm not getting in the way of uh, of the Philip Lindsay uh, machine right now. Jacksonville is probably the right side because they have extra rest. And, you know, Denver played super yeah, hard yeah. on the road. Um, weather could be an issue in that game. Under was my original look. I'm probably staying away from that game, though. Um, early look at you hit on all my reasons. Oh, it's gonna be warm, warm and extra rest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, anything else? Let's talk about some of the young quarterbacks. Let's talk about some of the. Let's talk about some of the young quarterbacks. We are. We've got. Um, I. I, I, And by the way, by the way, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to put the chalk. I'm. I'm ready. I'm ready to lay the chalk. I know that was fucking great. 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 This is this. Every game that we've gotten just massive CLV on has just been a freaking dream so far this week. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, the um. I'm I'm fully willing to lay the chalk on Indianapolis. I'm fully willing to lay the chalk for KC. Uh, I'm fully I'm prepared to lay the chalk on Baltimore, given the injury report. I'm staying entirely away from this Carolina Houston game. Uh, I don't know what to make of Houston. Still Mr. bad Dimes. coaching. Yet they won in spite of it. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes is live, man. Three point. He is live. Three point favorite at home. Uh, coming off of the most impressive comeback victory of the week as a rookie quarterback. <laughs> Obviously, it would not have been a win were it not for Tampa Bay's absolutely insane kicking situation. But it is what it is. Danny Dimes gets on the win column, 1-0 in his young career. And boy, 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 we have been building up to this apology for a while. We liked what we saw from him in the preseason. <laughs> he is a... He is a talent. Uh, he can absolutely get it done. Um, he's a good fit for Sherman's system. You still could have uh, taken him 18th. It was a great pick. You could have taken him 18th. It doesn't matter. You could have taken him 18th. It, it, it does not just, matter. This does, does not justify. No, no. when you're taking a quarterback, you get it. At, you get him as early as you can get him. You don't take a defensive end, you know, defensive tackle and then take your quarterback and put him in the locker room and he's not, it wasn't even your first trick. Nobody okay, was like, taking that, Like there's, there's, there's gamesmanship and mental aspects of it that go that I can I buy into. Okay, fine. Take him six. I don't, I'm, I'm over that. 
Um, it does look like Barkley is probably done with a broken ankle, right? I didn't entirely see the the follow up on that, but it looked like he broke his ankle from what I saw. Either way, Washington is coming matter. off a short week, and Danny Dimes is live. Um, that totals probably laughably, laughably low. Forty six and a half. What? What? Forty six defenses. It's taken juice. It's bad. taken under money. It, it was bad it, it was forty seven a bit ago. Oh, that's bad. Oof. Maybe I'll just that, that, when that when those mm-hmm. when that happens, I tend to just kind of walk away as opposed to making a losing play. Um, but that's shocking. That is shocking because new the Giants' defense is horrifically bad. Tampa Bay could have scored 40 in that game if they had uh, stayed aggressive if it wasn't for uh, kind of their lapses in the second half in terms of offensive aggressiveness and approach, which, again, was the reason we stayed off of Tampa Bay because they are, you know, they have... They have issues. They have problems. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, they, their offensive scheme is so, so bad. It doesn't look to me, at least, like they've anywhere close to figuring that out. Uh, other young quarterbacks, um, Kyle Allen was amazing for Carolina. Uh, you know, forget about Cam Newton bringing him back anytime soon. Put him on the shelf for the rest of the year if you have to. Reevaluate him in the offseason. Uh, see what you got with Kyle Allen for, you know, for a well, good those receivers. There's really no rush. So- Happy! Oh my gosh! Did you see some of the passes? You haven't probably didn't seen them because you were in, in the uh, in the bus. But he was he was slinging, uh, and they were very 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 live. Um, in fact, Carol, honestly, like if they go with Kyle Allen from here on in, Carolina's live in the uh, in the NFC South um, because Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints, despite getting a win in Seattle, were not great. <laughs> that was no. a pretty sloppy, ugly game. Saints got it done mostly with defense. Uh, you know, the Saints defense played up for you know th- what like seven eighths of that game um it was impressive uh how you know how they kind of rallied and, and played focused and, and solid football um i'd probably staying away from new orleans dallas unless this comes back down across three because it's you know we talked about it last week dallas at minus two and a half was a good look to the shock of no one, even after New Orleans gets a win in Seattle, it opens up three. It's been bet up to three and a half. So this is a, um, you know, this is probably a, an easy one to stay away from. Um, I'm going to say, who else was the young quarterbacks? Mason Rudolph didn't look great. I, I, we already talked, touched on that. Uh, who else is, uh, Josh Rosen was horrible. Miami's unbettable forever. They're six 17 point dogs at home to the chargers chargers were awful um they still have humongous coaching issues that we can discuss on wednesday um and um i think that about wraps of oh, seattle Wait, let's just touch on seattle real quick seattle's offensive coordinator situation is a freaking problem i am and i'm torn i don't really care about seattle like i don't want them to win like i don't have like some affinity they didn't win me a bunch of money when they went on that super bowl run and beat you know the denver broncos in years past so i don't like like care if they do well or not. And so I'm fine if they keep Schottenheimer in place and we have like a known quantity that's going to make minus EV decisions regularly, offensive coordinating for them. Um, but it sucks that one of the better quarterbacks in the league and Russell Wilson is stuck in that system, which is such a joke. Um, and Seattle's unbettable as long as Schottenheimer's coordinating them, even as four point Chuck against an absolute atrocious card. Yeah, that game <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not like, it's not like it was super impressive performance that is the game that i saw the most of the late games between uh between watching it on the phone and 
catching some of it at a bar that we stopped at. And it wasn't like Teddy Bridgewater was super impressive. I, I, I guess I saw a few of the offensive drives. I wasn't like blown away by what uh, New Orleans was doing. I was com- kind of confused by the score. I had to dive into the, you know, the box score right then and there and look at some of it. And, yeah. I, I mean, I'll take your word for it. it. It's not like I'm not a believer in Seattle making minus easy play decisions. <laughs> like that oh, sounds about right. I guess. It on was, my end. There so was some, I'll there take was your some word. Bad, that, that sounds like some it bad stuff. There was some bad stuff. Um, okay, well, real quick, uh, well, uh, let's wrap this up. Final note for the pod, uh, Dallas, um, New Orleans, if we're staying off the side, uh, and I probably am, uh, I think that's pretty good line. Uh, this total looks like we could probably grab some CLV if we back him under, um, New Orleans does not trust Bridgewater. He still does not fit the system. They did not craft the offense for his strengths the way we were kind of projecting that they might. Um, And they're going to try to get it done on defense. Uh, And their defense is not great, which means they probably lose. Um, Is this a spot Sunday night where we scoop uh, under 45 and a half? What do you think that number closes at? Dallas at New Orleans. I, I don't know if I see as big of a move as you do. I bet it takes some under money, but I don't think it's dropping two points. I see okay. a small move. I'm not sure any, how I feel about just uh, any total. Devil, okay, for, for, for the listeners. Uh, the Dallas offense kind of clicking. For the listeners at home, is there any total on the board that you, that you, you know, we'll pull the, uh, and honestly, like you should have gotten three or four points of closing line value on that uh, on that Chiefs Baltimore total that you called last Sunday. Do you see a total on the board that's like that, where this there's going to be some big movement coming? Well, the, the under that we touched on earlier, like I bet that can, continues to get hammered. But uh, bills. it's not going to go I mean, below. What do you, what do you think of that Seattle? Yeah, no, but uh, what about Seattle Arizona? I guess Arizona's defense isn't great. That's probably right where that needs to be. It's going to be a super lopsided game. I guess the Giants-Washington. Yeah. Giants-Washington could go, (laughs) could take some big money under. Yeah. Um, Craig, should we we hit on Monday night before we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you bet bet this game? No. God, no. Okay. Okay. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Not one of my final Yeah, your cards are Uh, big. It's looking like I'm probably going to get a wash here from a closing line value standpoint, unless there's just a boatload of weird, funny money that comes in late on an over. I took the over here because Washington's defense, I find to be hot garbage. Um, I think this is a good get right spot for Mitch Trubisky, who is better than we've seen to this point, having played two very, very, very competent defenses. Um, Redskins, on the other hand, are going to be likely without Jonathan Allen, which changes their defensive complexion. Um, and uh, I like the Redskins' passing attack. I like that they go deep. I like that they have, you know, kind of this young uh, wide receiver core of, of weapons that can challenge deep. I like that they're at home on Monday Night Football and that they're going to be a little bit up for this game to uh, to come after it. And, you know, they take some chances. They're sitting at uh, 0-2. Uh, there's no reason to... You know, fiddle fuck around. You gotta, you know, you gotta get a win here if you're Washington. So hopefully, this is an aggressive play call and, and an aggressive game plan. And and um, I like the, I like the the Nagy 
you know, the Nagy's optimal script against this Washington defense should go well. So I think this is this is the first primetime game I think we see to this point this season where there's a pretty healthy amount of points. And uh, with a low total of 41 and a half, I couldn't help myself. I bet the over. Uh, it's probably not a great play, but, uh, you know, I think there is a potential here to buy a little bit low on the Chicago and the Washington offenses and sell a little bit high on uh, on the Chicago defense, which uh, not playing as well as they were last year. And and uh, Washington defense is, is, is hot garbage. So uh, over for me. Um, and uh, hopefully it's a fun game. Yeah, I'll pray for you on that one. I, I'm not super excited about that there. Just does not. That doesn't feel great. Okay. You're gonna okay. you're gonna need points out of you know you're gonna need points out of yeah out of Washington to get there. I think. Yeah. No. But I'm, I'm think, not feeling great about that part about it. Yeah. I mean, they they can hit some home runs. They can hit home runs. I just like the home run threat, really. Honestly, like that's that's what I'm going for here. Keenum's played well. Keenum, Keenum, I think, has played serviceable, if not good, as far as a you know quarterback where I had very low expectations coming into this season. So I'm okay backing it over with him as a, as a quarterback. I'm a little more worried about Trubisky just because he looks a little shell shocked, and I'm hopeful that he kind of snaps out of it. Well, this he, is a game where he gets even right. against a bad defense. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not super excited. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Good job. Let's uh, reconnect here in a few for the halftime scope. And uh, God, man, let this be three three at halftime. We can have just a whole friggin' we'll just pop some champagne and, and celebrate uh, uh, the fact that things have finally turned for us. Or at least me. <laughs> You're doing fine. You're winning this season now. You had a friggin' undefeated day on top of you weren't even that big in, in the up hole. Up on so. the year. Oh, it's great. Great stuff, man. Love talking to you about this sort of stuff. And we'll uh, we'll reconnect for the scope here. We'll do the halftime. You know, if, if you're listening to this on Monday, don't forget to tune into the Monday Night Football Halftime Periscope where uh, we will break down the, uh, the action in the first half and uh, find you a good look uh, if you want action on the second half. Uh, action from the betting market standpoint, that is. Um, and it'll be better than whatever you see on ESPN. We can almost guarantee you that. Uh, with that, we wrap up here and uh, enjoy the rest of the Sunday Football.